0: Welcome to the Hustle Buddies, your favorite couple hustling in the world of business, relationships, and career. I'm Marielle, serial entrepreneur, lawyer, and registered nurse.
1: I'm I, a business owner, trader, and former deck
0: We're here to discuss all things relationships, beauty, business, and anything that interests us. Welcome back to the hustle buddies. So as promised, we're gonna be uploading a few vid like a few recordings this week to make up for our really really quiet um Absolutely. two weeks. So okay. anyway, so today we're going to be talking about things to look well what are the important things to look out for in a property investment.
1: Uh, that's actually true. What's, what's actually really important to look at mm-hmm. in a property investment or in a property that you're looking to invest in, yeah. Mariel?
0: So, the first of all is location. So, location is imperative in any property investment. So, you need to look for if it's close to trains. So, trains is so important, especially when you live in Sydney. We do rely on trains. So, the second one will be buses. So, it's so important if it's close to a bus stop. But besides transportation, the most important thing will be if it's close to shops and schools. So the school should be at least walking distance just because, you know, if you do have little kids like primary school kids going to school, it's so important for them to be able to walk to school and go back home. So you all always have to kind of think about that. So a 15-minute walk is actually okay. So... Yeah, that is some of the important things I look out for. I also look at like locations where it has primary schools, daycare daycare centers, and also high schools. With high schools, like it's like okay, for um for it to be in the next suburb over, just because that you know that these kids are quite older already, so I'm sure by then they'll be able to either find their way to school. But it's so important for you know. For this property to be close to primary schools, just because you still want to look out, like, you know, you still want to really look after the younger ones. It doesn't matter if you're not living there because, look, it is such an important part of it. So, location, as I said, is so important and it has to be close to schools. And you want to talk to them about shops?
1: Shops. I think shops is one of the biggest factors mm. in determining the overgrowth value of a property per se. I mean Yeah. Look at it this way, if you buy a property in a isolated area, where's is the tenants gonna get their food from? Literally. And without food, how are they gonna survive? Mm-hmm. I mean it's not like KFC's across the road, is it?
0: Yeah, and you also had to think, like, look, you know, a lot of people do drive, but how about those who don't drive and just only rely on public transport? So The area, like whatever you're going to be buying in, must be close to shops. It will be amazing if it's walking distance only.
1: That would actually be a very, very good deal.
0: So that would be a gold mine. It will be another gold mine if it's close to a hospital. So Hospitals
1: would be one of the biggest gold mines. You can never find, I mean, you can never go wrong with a hospital.
0: Mm -hmm, But in saying
1: that, they're they're very hard to find on the market as well.
0: I actually saw one. Day, but oh, really? Yeah, it is a global. I'm looking at it, but yes, anything that is close What's to the hospital. What's on one?
1: Actually, out of curiosity, I'm uh, just getting off track.
0: It's pretty cheap. um Okay, mind you, guys. Just in context, we uh, we do live in Sydney, Australia, and we understand that. Yo, Sydney, represent. Oh, so <laughs> embarrassing! <laughs> but anyways. Um and I know people say that look Sydney is really expensive and yes it is. We do have a little bit of an overvalued market, but there are hidden gems around. So this was this one is in Campbelltown and I think it's around five hundred and fifty from memory or just over five fifty. It's a three bedroom house and it also has kind of like a granny flat at the back, which is why I kind of like it.
1: That's actually not yeah. that at but maybe all, I'm just mixing
0: up properties but a hundred percent wait, I don't think you might not have a granny flat. But anyways, it was five fifty, so I've kind of been eyeing that out. And it is close to Campbelltown Hospital, so and it's only maybe a ten minute walk, which is important. Because I'm not sure about like the states or anything, but basically um any any residential suburbs that is close to a hospital here in Sydney, everything is parking needed.
1: That's yeah. It is actually yeah. So I it's mean, only
0: like one hour parking. We're getting milked
1: up by the government.
0: Yeah, and time
1: to protest.
0: And you know what I have seen because Get I me work. Up, we in, organize a protest. Stop. <laughs> I worked. Um. Well, I obviously work in a hospital, right? So everything's parking needed, but it's to the point where I see like residential people who live nearby actually like put their like like patch of grass space for rent. Like, $200, like, a week or something. Like, they were literally milking their, like, front yard.
1: Hey, you, you might as well try to make away. I know. Like it's
0: genius, but... Anyways, I know Patrick
1: grass is worth a goldmine now.
0: I know, but... Yeah, so, that is so important. If you find something near the hospital, do it. Because, one, um, patients who are, unfortunately, sick, like, elderly, would like to live closer to a hospital just for accessibility staff whether it be doctors um cleaners nurses would also like to be obviously living close to a hospital just because of accessibility as well so and if there is a hospital there is a high chance as well that will be close to shops like it could be little shops like those street street shops or it could be big shopping centers because normally Hospitals are built in metropolitan areas, so like main area hubs. So it is so important to look at it and its demographics. Also, in terms of hospitals, it will also be closer to schools. So all of them kind of join together and it actually becomes such a great investment.
1: You know, there's something else that you forgot to mention, Mm -hmm. fast food shops. Oh, my God. No. They're actually one of the biggest determining factors behind the growth of a certain property itself in the long run. I mean, I'm not sure if you realize You mean like this. Mac
0: is, which is McDonald's? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's all KC. Yeah. So the value of the property itself increases mm-hmm. the maybe one of these fast food
0: joints get built on the area. Well, well, that that's pretty much how it is. So, basically, my cousin's boyfriend, he's a location scouter for one of the biggest fast food chains in um, the Philippines. I don't know if you guys know, but it's called Jollibee. So basically, he goes to different areas all around the Philippines to scout different locations, different potential locations for economic growth. So yes, it is a good indicator.
1: It is one of the biggest indicators as well. But if you guys have a fish and chip joint, get us up. I'm craving fish and chips oh
0: right now.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I um, actually miss fish and chips. You Stop know, there is another, so like,
0: good indicator. Apparently, this isn't a thing. Look for Bunnings.
1: Bunnings would actually be a big yeah. indicator as well. Well, actually, I guess on the common ground there, any place close to a shop that has a purpose, either food, utilities, or even a medical area. Yeah, medical center they the common so factors important. in determining the overall growth. In the long run, mm-hmm. but short-term growth in itself, that's a different story. I mean, there's a lot of places mm-hmm. that can potentially give you short-term growth, but what you want to look for is something that you can invest and hold, and when you need to utilize it, utilize it for a
0: mm-hmm.
1: But speaking of which, um, just looking outside of what you look for in, mm-hmm. in terms of investment property or the property itself, I've actually been doing a lot of research recently, um, especially on the pricing of the current property prices around the Sydney, New South Wales, yeah. and itself. I've noted a lot of high growth areas mm-hmm. have actually decreased in value um, between the ranges of actually fifty thousand dollars being the median to actually eighty thousand dollars on the overall uh, property prices. Up to yeah, looking itself. Or, what are you... your thoughts on that?
0: Okay, well, first of all, because of as we all know, we are all affected by the coronavirus, and it is a worldwide like pandemic. But basically, what what's happening in the Australian property market is that obviously, a lot of people have been laid off their jobs, unfortunately, because of that, they're not able to pay their mortgages. So obviously, like in terms of mortgages, a lot of people are in debt. So some people borrow 80 to 90% of the property value, which means that, you know, it is highly volatile in these types of situations. So when people get laid off work, unfortunately they aren't able to I guess they aren't able to pay off their mortgages, which means that they default in banks and unfortunately they'll have to do a quick sell on the property. And a lot this has been like happening to a lot of people and we have been seeing it in the market. As people do know it is a buyer's market right now because of these factors. This has affected obviously the housing market. Not only in Sydney, but also all over Australia, especially like Melbourne and Sydney, where there, there was a big growth in property markets, especially in terms of apartments. So stay clear from apartments because they are the first ones going down, especially off-the-plan apartments. Also, in terms of coronavirus, it has also affected the rental market because, you know, in Australia, you can um if you if you are suffering from any type of um I guess any type of disadvantage because of coronavirus.
1: Don't don't forget, guys. Everything here is general advice only. I mean. Yeah,
0: this is general We're talking advice. Talking from our personal
1: experience, not not giving you guys advice or anything. You not know, right? <laughs> but
0: basically, you know, if I if you are affected by coronavirus, then you can apply to your you can apply to your realtor so your property manager to see whether or not the landlord will allow to decrease rents and you know a lot of people have done that and a lot of people did get decreased rents but because of that I guess the house market kind of went downhill as well in terms of rental value and a lot of renters have been jumping from place to place because this is the best time to look for it to and they'll lock themselves in in a one-year contract which, if I was renting, I think it's quite genius.
1: No, that's actually really genius at the moment. A lot of properties in itself, especially um, very, cheap. very close to the city.
0: Yeah. Actually going
1: very cheap. Whilst, at the moment, everyone understands working from home is mm-hmm. a new norm.
0: Yeah. Who knows what the
1: future is going to say. I mean, slowly speaking, or generally speaking, governments are releasing these measures. Uh, they're lifting restrictions slowly. Mm-hmm. So, eventually speaking, we're going to get back to work. and A lot of people are locking up. Locking the actual contracts to settle on a property that would have been one thousand dollars per week to now mm-hmm. six hundred or five hundred if yeah. you're really lucky in the city too.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. This is terms of rent because normally rental prices in this city could be from like eight hundred to thousands of dollars, but right now it's somewhere like discounted so heavily because you know like no one would want to rent.
1: No, no, there's actually a thing right now. Moving back home, living with parents. Yeah, well, you
0: can't. Like, some people just can't afford it if they're, especially been laid off. I mean, our unemployment rates really did raise up from five percent to like I don't even remember.
1: It's actually going to increase even
0: six, seven percent now. But look, I'm not an economist. I can't remember, but unemployment rates is getting higher. So look it is a difficult time so if you have extra funds like if you can't afford to buy a property now to maybe next year will be like the best time to buy but just look for like like you know honestly just look for like a property that had that ticks all your boxes and you can go from there but it's been really difficult for everyone but, but don't just
1: forget um, just because it ticks all your boxes doesn't mean to jump the gun mm-hmm. make sure you do your research. Um, And not purchase or even sign anything that you don't feel confident about, especially if it doesn't meet your current financial circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at it this way if you see a property in the city, damn, it's dropped down 30%, yay, but can you really afford it? Yeah, Potentially right. speaking, it's an amazing investment. If but uh, you can't afford it, don't drop the gun. Don't borrow exactly. money. That you can't afford to pay. Just back. make
0: sure, like you know, I think at this time as well, just make sure that you are in a stable job. Job security is so important during the COVID season. And look, I don't think it's going to be ending anytime soon. Yes, Australia, Sydney in itself is opening up, but we do know there will be a second wave. Especially, I'm in healthcare. And we are expecting a second wave, which is completely normal. And anything any economy that has opened up, for example, like what, Japan, Korea, Look at like Korea actually like that actually
1: skyrocketed last night. Yes. From from having relaxed measures to boom. How you doing?
0: Like it's completely normal and it's going to happen, so just be prepared with in terms of funds, always have extra cash, always have your emergency funds. Hashtag cash is king. Yeah, honestly, but have your emergency fund set up. But as we said, we're talking to about like property investors who are like, you know, who are nearly ready to buy a property or who is looking for a property. So it is super important to look at the property's location. So it should be close to shops, schools, public transport. It would be great if it's close to hospitals as well. Also, we forgot to mention it has to be close to main highway roads. So in Sydney especially, we rely a lot on the M4, M7, what is it, the new M9 Sydney airport. So that is so important. For those who don't know what the M9 is, it is the new highway to the new Sydney International Airport. Which Yo, Western be, Sydney
1: represent. Yeah,
0: which will be based in Western Sydney. So just a little tip as well. So that is where me and I are looking at in Western Sydney. Just because some of the property prices there are still undervalued and Actually, I've actually a had a recent look at
1: them. They're, they've actually gone up a lot on speculation. We're yeah. looking at 1.2 to 1.8 mil actually, really.
0: What are you looking at?
1: Look at Oxley.
0: That Oxley is expensive. They have hectares of land. Of course it's going to be more than a mil.
1: Oh yeah, fair like enough. It's
0: acreage.
1: Good point. I'll take that back. Recently.
0: <laughs> yeah, they've always been expensive though, like brinjali no, stuff. No, but, but I've
1: actually had a look in closer to uh, the location of where that new airport it's is expensive. going It's expensive. It actually has increased um, quite dramatically in that case.
0: And um, I don't think it would be a good idea to buy any of those lands because government has been acquiring those lands for development of huff, hospitals, huff, wink, wink. schools, shops, public transport. So, speakly of... Because I know a lot of people who had been forced to sell their property. But anyways, I don't want to go into uh, but, but that. But look at it this
1: way. All, all these tips and – um, well, actually, tips and stuff in investment property. Yeah. They don't really apply if you're looking for a home to live in Yeah, long-term. exactly. Because the home at the end of the day is where you want to yeah. actually wake up, go to work, go back home, and feel like in a homely environment. Mm-hmm. So, so, what of these tips are, are something to look at in terms of investment in property? or a property you're looking to invest in, if you're looking for a home to live in or potentially grow your life out, look for a place that you're comfortable with. Exactly. the environment that you like. I mean, you don't have to be close to public transport if that's the case.
0: Yeah. If it doesn't bother you, then that's fine. But
1: and in there. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You might like the, the silence. The silence is good at the end of the day. Look mm. at COVID-19. There's a lot of silence going around.
0: Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so... As we said, like, everyone is different. Everyone has different tastes in homes. But as property investments, you always have to think about how the tenant would feel. Because essentially, yes, it is your home, but you're not going to live in it. So you want it to be as easy and accessible as possible because that is so important. Um, when you're looking for, let's say, an investment property, I generally look for renov- new, like, freshly or a year like you know renovated homes like renovated homes is so important because you don't have to do any more work it's ready to move in it's ready to go also another thing i would like to look for or normally would look for is that the place is already currently tenanted which means they already have ongoing tenants who actually want to stay there
1: There's something i realize about um, ongoing tenancy at the moment is that uh, a lot of people have Or negotiated leases, yeah, or rent tenancy agreements. Um, But working in insurance sector, the the moment you hear that, don't go there. And I'm telling you, that's a good reason to find out. Do your research. Read those product disclosure statements that they tell you to read, and you'll find out the reason why.
0: Yeah, I still don't. Anyway, look like it is a risk (laughs) at the end of the day. But I would want a puppy that is already tenanted, just because it's easier. And also, when you're purchasing a property, always just ask for the rental history of the tenant. So, you can get that from the property manager who is selling the property. So, I always look for that. Also, I ask for the rates. So, the the cost of its water rates, council rates, and also, the most important is that if there are any easements in the property. So, easements are, like, drain water, sewage, like, the sewage system that goes across the property, like, underneath the property, like, tunnels. But, basically, when you do have an easement, if, let's say, like, this drain water pipe rupture, then, basically, you're, you kind of, the government has a right to go into your property and, you know, to search and fix it. However, you do have, um you basically have to take care of those pipes. So if something does happen to your property, then it's not the government's fault. You would have to fix it yourself. That is, I guess, the general terms of the easement, but it does get complicated as time goes. So it's so important as well to go get a solicitor and ask them to read the contract for sale when you get the contract for sale, because as I said, if you want to develop these properties in the future, you really need to look for easements.
1: And uh, I'll be real here. Having a solicitor, I read through the sales contract itself is very important at the end of Mm -hmm. the day. I mean, you can quickly briefly read it, but there's all these legal jargons that you're not going to understand, especially the specific clause that if you want to pull out, you can't because you didn't read it and you didn't Mm -hmm. understand it. Well, too bad. Bad luck. That's money gone down the drain.
0: Yeah. And, you know, don't be embarrassed to ask tons of questions. I always do it. I feel like I have asked like I'd say six contracts of sale for sales now and six different properties. And, you know, you don't have to, yes, you can get a solicitor. I know how to read the contract of sale just because, well, I am kind of like a solicitor now. But, yes, I read it thoroughly. I even highlight Mark. But also I ask the property managers all the time about, as I said, all these rates, the cost, the fees. I also ask the most important thing as well is the cooling off period. So ask if you can get this cooling off period extended, and there's so much to it. But basically, at the end of the day, go look for a property investment that you like, that you have a good feeling about. Also, before like locking into any property investment, the most important thing to do is getting a building and pest inspection.
1: And that that's right. I mean, all these buildings and silos are coming up on sale recently. They're very old buildings. Yes. Can you really trust the word of the seller? Absolutely no. not. Do your own due diligence and find out whether mm-hmm. that is the right property to invest in at that 100%. current
0: value.
1: 100%. Uh, but also, don't don't forget that each state has their own cooling-off period by law. New South Wales five days. If the real estate agent says, no, we're not going to extend the cooling-off period, then there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with that. That should ring a red bell because... They should give you enough time to conduct your own research, get those building reports in. Mm-hmm. So you can make a final decision. And if you're, they're saying, no, this is the best price, then really think to yourself, is this worth the risk? Is this the best price, mm-hmm. really? Come on, be real.
0: Yeah, and, okay, I'm, honestly, building and pest inspection is so important because with all the homes in, especially in Australia, we did had an in, have an influx of asbestos cases. So, in the previous, um, I'd say a couple decades ago, we used asbestos in building constructions and asbestos actually causes cancer. So there is a huge, huge, huge amount of litigation right now for people who got injured due to asbestos, whether there would be land, like, you know, land, like, I'm sorry, homeowners, it would be tradesmen. So there's like huge cases of asbestos. Also, termites termites is so 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 important in relation to properties because they do damage structural parts of the building so that's why building and pest inspection is imperative also just make sure that the building and pest inspection also covers roof because most of them don't and roof is such an important part of the structure and you do not want to replace a roof roofs are
1: expensive and serving, especially it's if they're terracotta, okay, cars. Mm-hmm. But if they're colorblind, don't worry about it. It's very cheap to get it replaced.
0: Yeah, honestly, the roof is like the last thing you want everyone to do. And the piping system of the water drainage, go get a plumber because it's very expensive.
1: And if you guys need a plumber, I know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me no, up.
0: but honestly, yeah, like in summary, location, location, location is so important. Um, has to be close to schools, hospitals, shops. Do your own due diligence. Go get a building and pest inspection. I know it is expensive, but look, it's going to help you out.
1: There's no such in thing as expensive when you're spending mm-hmm. a four hundred times the value of that building Literally. inspection report. And guys, don't forget all the research that you do. Never mm-hmm. a waste of time, especially when you're putting like such a large sum of money. Into an investment, an investment is an investment for a purpose it's to yeah. return your money, not make you lose money. Don't forget that, and don't forget about insurance as well. Yes, on that basis, there.
0: Insurance. And if
1: you don't have insurance, you gotta ask yourself the real question: Can I really afford a building if I can't mm-hmm. take insurance for that one? Because if the moment that goes down the drain, where am I gonna get money to rebuild that building? Please borrow from a bank.
0: Yeah, go get insurance.
1: Uh, but in saying that, guys. Um, we're going to wrap this up today on the tips on what to look at in for investment property. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tell you guys one last thing. Don't forget to tune into to the next episode.
0: Yeah. See you, everyone. And follow us on Instagram and we'll link everything down the show notes. See, See you, guys.
1: Bye. Bye.